there we go once again so you guys can go on the youtube channel as well to have motivation mondays live as well too as we're doing the test run um good morning to everybody as well too i see every wish we could wait but we'll do a virtual wave real quick There's a lot going on in the studio right now. But yes, sir, yes, sir. How's your weekend, brother? Can't complain. Just getting a lot of work done. You know, we're in the fourth quarter, so trying to end off the year strong. A lot needs to get done during these times, especially, I don't know, for me, Scorpio season about to come. So, you know, Libra season gets busy as well, too. But what about you? Um, my fourth quarter, like always getting to the beginning of the month, is always tough in the transition from one month to the other. But like yes, we had to uh, our late brother Sam. We were at her fo- we were at his funeral this past Saturday, so that was kind of like a, a bad weekend. That was kind of like a bad weekend to uh, um, to the to the beginning of the weekend. But overall, had a productive had a productive. Uh, was there any any football action last night? Yeah, my team is canceled. My team. Oh no! The, the Eagles are giving me a bad rep. So they started off good though, but you know maybe things always just... start off good. But it's <laughs> rock, you know what I mean? We still we still living on our Super Bowl moments. But overall, new month, new beginning. Like you mentioned, is fourth quarter. It's the fourth quarter of the year if you break down into four. So it's time for us to have another productive year. Okay, 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 cool. And like we said, good morning to everybody. Do us a favor, send this out to somebody in your circle, immediate circle, whoever you share memes to, post it, whatever it is, whether it's positive vibes as well too, make sure you send that out. Um, Once again, yeah, thank you, appreciate that. Uh, Once again, we're doing a test run on YouTube as well too, so you can can go on. You know, you can go on YouTube, see how it is, let us know while we're also interacting with you guys. Um, We've put in the topics week 77, um, appreciate the love on the background as well, too, as we're getting things in order. Um, week 77 topics, uh, how versus hope, maintaining healthy boundaries, what you don't leave behind will get in the way, and then building a routine for success. Um, you guys have been helping us big time in the in the comments. We even have co- we have topics for next week. We have like six or seven topics left that we can decide for two weeks. So Yeah, you guys are definitely coming with the gym, helping us with the cause. Like we said, this is... Uh Although it's us speaking on the podcast, but it's to give you guys what it is that you guys are looking for, to speak on the topics that you guys would like to hear and speak about. So let's let's get right into it, man. Um, how versus hope. I think um, the in, in the, the difference between the two when we break it down is like some people, there's a, there's a formula how to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's people who maybe want to do stuff, but they're hoping for it without putting the result in the work in. Um, why is that sometimes... Uh, a deciding factor in how we get things done. After a while, after you guys heard me speak numerous of times, you guys will now realize some of the things that I say is have faith, not hope. Like I always say, hope is a beggar. Mm. Hope is you wishing for things to happen. Hope is uh, you leaving things to magically work out in your favor. When you talk about how it's a deliberate action, actually putting a game plan, coming up with a schedule, and later we're going to talk about routine, and that's one that I like to mention. We always try to make all our topics fit hand-to-hand so you, you grab all the information, kind of break it down. But back to the same, hope is a beggar. Hope is you wishing for things to happen, right? How is actually deliberate action? How is actually deliberate action coming from you? Is deliberate action coming from you for you to break down and start calculating the things that you need to do to get where it is that you need to get to? And, um, yeah, so... You just don't leave it to chance. That's what hope is, leaving it to chance. You wake up every day, you can't 
What do you need to do to go get up and eat? You need to know that you got to get up. You got to go prep your food. That's your how. You don't leave it to chance that you're going to eat. You don't leave it to chance that you're going to get up and use the washroom. You don't leave it for somebody else to come do it for you and just magically everything works out in your favor. So that's what I think hope and how when we talk about versus each other, that's how I will look at it. So do you ever think like there's an aspect of laziness to success where someone could be successful but still could be lazy and get caught up in that lazy hype? Uh, yes. I mean, once in a while, the, the, the universe have a way of things working out in our favor, you know, even at its very worst, you know, it will always be your time. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. But you see, you <laughs> don't, don't, don't let, don't, don't stay there. Don't let it be there. And if you watch my weekly gym, I said, don't let affirmation manifestation delude you from taking actions. It's good to have positive mindset and positive thinking, but eventually you're going to need to act. So when we come from laziness, you could do the bare minimum and one time the clock it lands on you. You think, perfect. I, I barely need to do anything for things to work out, right? So you think this is this is who you are. This is how you're going to be for things to work out in your favor. But eventually, everything will get, what goes up must come down. Mm. And until you have uh, deliberately taken the action and know that these are the things that I need to do to stay where I'm at, you will come down, right? That's how, that's how I look at it. So laziness, eventually, something will play out in your favor, but time will catch up to you. So is it kind of like a tug of war action within yourself where it's like, because I feel like sometimes when you're taking five steps forward, eventually, like we always talk about it, rocks are going to get thrown at you. Yeah. And it's that battle that you are when you're pulling back, just trying to push to go over the, the hurdle. Is there like, how, I guess, how important is it to understand thyself, to understand how to react when things go wrong? Uh, well, I understand it's temporary inconvenience. Like if you're on your way, to uh to a destination we talk about the process like like you just said that things do go on that people are going to throw rocks at you that things may not always go your way like you just said you can do the bare minimum and it's a broken clock will land on you but you can do your very best vice versa the worst may come to you right so you got to take the good with the bad you know like i heard to say take the good with the bad and take it in stride right right so that's how I look at it. So you are going to get rocks thrown at you you'll come up with a good plan some people had a great plan this monday morning they wake up to bad news don't let it defeat you that's only, how, how long are we into Monday? Hmm. Since you woke up. Two hours, three hours? Don't let it defeat you. You have a full day ahead of you. You have a full week ahead of you. What happened is a temporary inconvenience. You must, you must bounce back from it. Understand there's better, more to come. There's more on the way for you. So I guess when, 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 you, when you overcome one thing, I guess is it better to kind of like document certain things, write your certain things, especially when things go wrong? Like how would you... What would you like suggest to people if things do go wrong? How do you learn from that lesson without thinking that okay, in my mind I can I can make sure I don't do it again? Is there a certain action you got to do, or can you get away? Like, do people get caught up in that process in terms of okay, I made a mistake here, or this is getting thrown at me? How do I handle it? Is it direct action to it, or I can just let the universe kind of let it be and let it go by? Like I tell anybody, don't go through the day, get from the day. When mm. you talk about writing it down, when things go wrong, we often dwell on it, write it down, see what went wrong, dissect it, learn it. But don't live there. Don't live there for too long. Don't dwell on the negative things. And when things also go right, write it down. See what it is that you did, why your day was so productive. We just let those days get by, right? That's what I'm saying. Don't go through the day, get from the day, right? So it's like we just let the good things go by. We never cherish it, but we hold on dearly to the bad moments, Right? So when we go through these days and we have good days, I'm encouraging you guys to write it down. Cherish those moments, right? Because that's the negative. You guys hear me all the time. The negative always a stronger pull. But we need that. We need to be able to recall the moments that we had that were good. 
So when we do have those days that was written down, it goes to show that what we're experiencing is not permanent. When we go through something, we have a way of uh, deflating ourselves that this is me, this is what it always been, things always go wrong for me. But here you are, I'm telling you to keep records of your own books. That's why we keep records, to track. You go to your doctor's office to track where you've been with some of the situations you've been in so that they could actually analyze the situation better for you. So that's what I think getting from the day, tracking your day, good or bad, to be able to analyze that, hey, this is not the end, this is not who I am, there's, there's more of me. And come to show that I, I also had better days. So I guess it's, it's really important to understand yourself and figure out how you work best with, but I mean like everything kind of has the same formula in terms of when it comes to documenting things, looking back, chasing back. Like you mentioned the doctor's thing, when it goes to lawyer's office too, like they all keep records of stuff, whether it's in folders, whether it's in book pamphlets, everybody has that. So you got to just hold yourself accountable. Yeah, that's part of holding yourself accountable. Learn what went wrong and what didn't. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's treat yourself like a company. You are. You're very special. You're the most expensive company in this world. All right? There's no price match of what it is to how valuable you are. So why not treat yourself as such? Right? So that's what those things are. Those are some of the things that we need to do as far as uh, working on ourselves and getting better each day. And, and we always talk about being 1% better than you were yesterday. Do you agree with that in terms of the 1% or do you feel like that's just a, 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 a saying that people like to say to, to get things by? Because it's so easy to say that. I'm getting better 1%, but is it going to require more than 1% for you to get to your, 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 your best your inner self? Yeah, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a foot and door effect where they sell you something smart for you to get into something bigger. But if you improve yourself 1% each day, it's still a step, right? Don't think that one is too small, right? Percentage. That's why I tell people don't focus too much on the number. Don't focus on their amount. But each, each day, get better and better. So it's not just a matter of 1%. Eventually, if you keep getting better 1% over a year at 365, that's 365% better than you were yesterday, hmm. right? So, so each year, you can actually analyze your life that I'm, I'm way better in a position. If you want to talk about something tangible, obtainable, you can say, I'm in a better position than I was last year, right? And next year, I'm expecting the exact same thing, right? And I mean, in terms of like when the how and hope, is there an opposite to that? Like, even though it's how versus hope, and is there another opposite for the two words? Uh, that could be in a positive meaning? I'll say faith. Uh, how in itself is how I'll say why. Right? When the how is not strong enough, the why got to carry the weight. Mm. Right? Meaning that when you, when you, when you come up with a deliberate plan and then you feel like, no, nah, this is not going to work. This, this is much difficult. What's going to pull you through that is your why, right? That's, that's all. The opposite, the opposite of how, how, the positive side, I'll say why. And hope is faith. Faith is the ability to see things that don't yet exist. It's have faith, right? When you have faith, you have the urge to want to do something. You know it's coming. Your, your, your belief system is much stronger. Like I just said, hope is a beggar, you know? Hope is the last dying wish of a man who doesn't want to take actions upon himself. So let's not focus too much on hope. Let's not focus too much. How is coming up with a game plan, but mainly we want to do the why and faith. We all have faith. We have faith to believe that these great things are coming. That's why we get up every single morning. And I, we always talk about sticking to, if you, if you decide to do something, sticking to what you said you're deciding to do. Mm -hmm. Like understanding that it's going to require more than just words. It's more action. They always talk about action, speak louder than words. But it's easier to say it than actually to do the certain things that you know you actually have to do. So we encourage everybody, whatever you set your mind to do or whatever your goals are, if you put it out there to the universe, if you say you're going to do it, you know, understand that you've put that out there. Like, you owe this to yourself. 
hold yourself accountable to get things done and don't really hope for things to happen. Just figure out how to make it happen. How to make it happen, right? Don't hope. Hope is a beggar. I'm going to say that again. Hope is a beggar. Nobody likes a beggar. If you go around with hope, you're begging. You're begging for life to work out in favor for you. And life ain't on your side. You should know that by now. <laughs> life ain't on nobody's side. You probably had. You probably felt like life is attacking you more than it's attacking anybody else. Hmm. That goes to show you. Don't beg life. Don't beg hope. Don't beg, right? Don't beg. You just impose your will and your will by faith. Your ability to do things that yet don't exist. You impose your will on this world. Don't just walk around the world, have your hands out. I hope things go right. I'll take it upon yourself. You take that action and say, I'm going to make things go right. I'm going to take it upon myself and make things go right. And that's how we, we get into the how, the game plan, the strategy, right? So that's what I got to say about how and hope. And the last thing I'll ask that, how important is it for other eyes to be able to see like what we're doing to make sure we're on point with what, we're, what we say we're going to do or we're doing things the right way? Because it's so easier for you to not really see the things that you're doing right or you're doing wrong, sometimes it's gonna take an outside person that really knows you or sees, like, you know, that can keep them 100 with you. I, I have a different take on that. I think that's a, uh, in this generation, we're very prone to, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the, uh, we're very prone to the thumbs up, um, mm. looking for the, the, the approval from others. And the reason why I say be careful, I'm gonna say this, do not let your mouth overload your back. Mm. I'm going to say that again. Do not let your mouth overload your back. You see, when people start out, uh, let's just say a business, right? And they tell the world. And now if the business don't go well, they're vulnerable for their approval. They're vulnerable to the criticism because they went and told the world that this is what they're going to do. Right? That's why I say do not let your mouth overload your back. So when we're constantly looking for the approval, to, that's why I say you should be careful about approval. Uh, you should get advice from nobody other than your mentor. People actually want to see you do good. But when you speak things into the world, it's like people are watching you. And the reason why people watch you because people are looking for the probability and possibility. Some, most are not, right? Most people do need that motivation. Most people want to know that it's possible, right? So they watch you to see if you could do it, then I could do it. But most people have already been defeated by life. So they're hoping you fail. So they want you to fail. So they could say, see, that's why I also failed. Life ain't fair. Look, you failed. I failed. They try to, uh, misery needs company. Right? So my take on that is why I said is don't let your mouth overload your back. Because we, we say these things onto the world. Hmm. And then we're scared to act. And then we're scared to admit to ourselves when things don't go right or when things is wrong. Because we're... we're we're scared of being judged. Human being, like, we're so, we are, uh, it's funny. We want everything to kind of look good. Yeah, what, like, we walk around looking for approval, but we're scared of judgment. The minute you step onto the plate and hoping for people to speak on you, understand that you must take the good with the bad. And most importantly, it is going to be bad. <laughs> more, more times bad, but more bad than good. He was talking, it's more negative than it is positive. Yeah, there's a negative pull on this world, ladies and gentlemen. There's a negative pull. So do you think, can somebody get caught up in thinking somebody's a mentor and they're not? Do you think it has to be an acceptance between two people? Like, if I'm saying you're my mentor, do I need to acknowledge that, that and you need to acknowledge it as well, too? Uh, well, it's, it's when the student is ready, a teacher will appear. After people like, I'm looking for a mentor, I'm going to say it again. When a student is ready, a teacher will appear. But if you go searching, you find the right teacher to help you assist with the things that you want. Now, to get an acknowledgement from both people, it's kind of like, it's a simple 
it's not so much as you're my mentor. Hey, you got this going on. I like to learn, right? A mentor is basically a teacher to guide you. Now, if you want, in different places, it does not all have to come from one place, right? You might need spiritual guidance. You might see it somewhere else. You might need business guidance. You might see it from somewhere else. The whole purpose of it is get a coach, right? All the greats that ever done it, right? Mike Tyson, one of the greatest fighter ever. He didn't win a championship. Same thing, Michael Jordan. He didn't win a championship without uh, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson, yeah. right? So you need that coach. And it doesn't have to be one coach in different aspects of your life, right? It depends the kind of uh, journey it is that you want to go on the process and you want to find somebody there. So it's not so much of the acknowledgement from both parties. It's you accepting that this person knows more than me and this person could help me get where it is I want to get to. And if they can't, totally fine. If they're totally helping other aspects of your life, so be it. Go get a different coach, right? I said these coaches as being the head coach, but we all know in basketball, we have the strength and conditioning coach, mm -hmm. right? We have the defensive coach, right? We have different coaches playing their role and other aspects to still help you grow. But overall, you might have somebody who's just, who you just uh, look up to in life overall, like how they conduct themselves in something. They may not be able to deliberately teach you something that you want to do, but just how they carry themselves, right? That could be your overall head coach. But eventually, you're going to step in different realms and learn from other people. And I guess once you understand that you can learn something new every day from somebody else, whether it's young, old, um, you know, you. I love a saying that it all talks about a younger person can learn from an older person. An older person can also learn from a younger person. Age doesn't really matter in that aspect. Um, in due respect to if somebody's older, they've been through life a little bit more. So they kind of may have a better understanding and have done through things or done things before when they were your age so they could see things yeah. at a better light yeah. but still be open-minded to understand that you can learn from the yeah. younger generation and younger people it's the good and the bad you know when people talk from experience they talk about from their experience from their perspective like you know my father used to say the age that you had been there before i'm like <laughs> it wasn't the same pops like you know what i mean it wasn't the same like you grew up wherever in ghana years ago now i'm like in jam finch in the 2000 things are different I understand you may talk about desires and some of the things as a young man you want to prove and do but the circumstances the environment has changed so don't let the, the acceptance of uh, their experience often overthrow your own personal experience right so let's be careful with that like we respect that i respect somebody Teach me the overall knowledge of what they've been through, but sometimes the experience is much, much different, right? If you if you sat down with uh, somebody in, in elementary right now, you talk about when you're in elementary, they talk about, we don't do that. You talk about, you were probably like, had to go to the library to use a computer. Hmm. Like, they got iPad in class, like, you know what I mean? So be careful that you may say, I know that I've been there before. <laughs> you know, times have changed. Times are always changing. So speaking from experience, just overall, how you experience it, dealing with it. certain things, like when I speak, I know you guys may never experience it. That's why when I speak, it's kind of like a general, like dealing with anxiety and you may relate it, right? Use, use examples so people to relate, right? When things were hard for you. It's not so much that I, I know exactly what you're going through, but you're talking about things being hard. This is what I experienced when I was younger, when things was hard for me. Things might be different. I can't compare. It may be apples and oranges, but we're talking about the overall things being hard for me. Right, it may be you trying to convince your parents that uh, not going to university is a big deal. It may be me trying to convince my parents that I don't want to work part time while I go to school. Right, but the struggle is what we're talking about. So when people are sharing the experiences, yeah, we got a question over here. Let me see. It says, "How do you explain that you can be motivated and still not have a job?" What's motivating? What's keeping you going? How do you explain? It's like, what's your purpose? What is it? What is it that you're doing? I think we all got to do something. Later, I'll touch, I'll touch on it as far as routine. But well, what is a job? 
Like, what are you mean, like a nine to five? You working for somebody because this may be just for an hour, but this is a job. Whatever that you choose to do, and in this world, you're doing with some type of income to survive. So, whatever it is, like, so probably need more to that question, but I think I'm under. I think I think it's more kind of like trying to show people that that you may um, that you may not do what's conventional to others that you may do something people may not see as a job and and you may try to find motivation I think I need a little bit more to your question because I, I think what he's trying to say is like how do you explain that even without a job. How are you still supposed to be motivated? Because you don't have a job. You may be looking for a job and your job is not coming. Let me know in there if I'm correct with that. Like, you're, you want to know how can I still be motivated if I don't have a job? And, you know, you looking for a job is, is, is what you need for that motivation. But you're trying to keep your hopes up. Let me know if that's, that's your take on the question in the, in the comments. It's AC Baris. Let us know just so we can. And we always encourage everybody to use the question box at the bottom. If you look, you'll see the plus sign, and then in the middle, there's a question. That way, when you put it, you can you can write your whole question and not. Because sometimes, once you press send, it's gone. So at least if you put in the question box and you're able to look over it and see before you send it. But let us know before we get onto it. And I want to ask, can you get caught up in looking to forward in the future if you're not handling taking care of right now? Well, you got to live in the present. Look forward to the future, but live in the present. Forget about the past. There's nothing to do about the past, right? Live in the present and look forward to the future. That's all I got to say about that. So if you're just looking too forward in the future, you might, you may not see that obstacle right there in front of you, right? Don't be optimistic, but don't let it lead to danger, right? Just because you see the apple tree, but there's a hole, you might fall down in the ditch. So live in the present, look forward to the future, forget about the past. Let me say it again. Live in the present, look forward to the future, forget about the past. But how important is it to like, is it, is it, while you're in that future, is it still important to know where you want to go and where you need to be and what things you got to do to get there? Well, yeah, that's what we talk about, how the game plan is. Like when you see something, you got to start creating. When you have the faith, that you have faith that you, is there, right? You said hope is a beggar. Faith is the ability to see things that don't yet exist. It's then that's when we talk about the strategy and game plan. And it's like, how could I take these steps? What are the steps that I need to take to get to where it is I need to get to? Hmm. Well said. Um, once again, the with that question that was asked, please let us know either with a thumbs up if we answered it or if we understood your question correctly. Um, we just want to make sure we, we get you the right feedback and you're not left in the in the wind with the response. So do us a favor with that one. If not, we're going to continue on with our next um, topic, which is maintaining healthy boundaries. And the reason why we, we talk about maintaining healthy boundaries, in order for you to be your better self and to, in order to stick to your game plan and do whatever you say, there shouldn't be too many things to distract you. Uh, yes, healthy boundaries is not so much about things distracting. I think it's more so like your people, people that you got to set boundaries around. Like learn to say no, you know. People who are agreeable, this thing might be a bit tougher. And which often more than most, uh, this is uh, this actual fact. Anytime I speak about uh, sex, but it's females tend to be more agreeable than men. So I know this is something that most females have trouble. Learn to say no. Right, that's why I said don't let your mouth overload your back. Be careful what you agree to. Right? Be careful some of these things. So set healthy boundaries. And this doesn't mean that 
you don't care about nobody, you only care about yourself. But we talk about healthy boundaries for you to work on yourself. You can't pour for an empty cup. So healthy boundaries is you taking care of yourself before you can take care of anybody else. Only through the process of full energy are you able to help others. Hmm. Right? So healthy boundaries is you setting the grounds. Right? If you're an agreeable person, tend to be less agreeable. If you're a disagreeable person, try to be more nice. I'm a disagreeable person. You can never get me to do things like <laughs> but that's another story. <laughs> I guess it, it, it takes, like, how long do you think it took you? Or do you think this has always been you? Uh, I think it's always, uh, always been me. I, there's, 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 a, there's a few things that worked out in my favor as far as, like, growing up with four brothers. You know, that's like, if you have any siblings, it's, a, it's already in a tough household trying to fight for this. And the little things would make you... Wanna fight who gets the last meal, who gets in the shower first, things like that, you know, and being our brothers, you you can know how that turned out. Hmm. Sorry, mom. <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's kinda of like environment, some of these things I was growing up in to be, but that helps, you know. That's why I kinda of believe in the only child syndrome. You know, they they don't they don't know how to work too well with people, you know. They don't know what no means. They always get what they want and they never got into conflict, you know? Anybody that have a sibling, do you know how it feels when your siblings wear a shirt before you <laughs> or they eat the last meal? So these things would tend to make you say, no, I'm not having it no more. So those are some of the things that I say attributes to me not being so agreeable person. But if you are agreeable, you got to learn to set boundaries. Healthy boundaries is so key. It's only important for your mental health, right? Because if you lose that battle, if you lose that battle within, the battle on the outside, mm-mm. Hmm. You have no chance. If you lost the battle with yourself, the exterior battles, you have no chance, ladies and gentlemen. It's and they, tough. It gets tougher and tougher. They always say uh, nice people finish last. Yes. Uh, and you don't want to. The wanna... world is cruel. The world is cruel. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, don't let them lie to you. Like, you know, it could be. The world could be a very nice place, right? But some people have less. Some people want what others have at any cost. Like, you know, so... If you're agreeable, tend to be less agreeable. Work on that. Set healthy boundaries. Learn to say no to people. Same thing that we said earlier. Don't let your mouth overload your back. Right? Don't let your mouth overload your back. It's so important. You know what I mean? There's things that maybe you need time to think about it. Right? I don't have the answer right now, but if I do, I'll tell you. Right? You take that burden off somebody. Can you do this for me? And you think, I'm just being nice. I agree to this thing. But you know you have... You have your own uh, food or plate to deal with, and it's bigger than what it is. Now you're putting your your stuff to the side to handle their stuff, hmm. right? And not taking care of your stuff is not only good. And then you're not even in a good spirit, not in good energy doing something you do not want to do, right? So learn to say no. Learn to say uh, learn to say no. Learn It doesn't have to be no. I don't have the answer right now, but if I do, I'll let you know. Let other people know there's things that, that you need to work on in yourself, right? I always say this. People say, I'll take care of, I'll take care of you. You take care of me. That's mm. selfish thinking. The, the, the good way to look about it is uh, I'll take care of me for you. You take care of you for me. And there's a big difference in that. I'm going to say that again. Often people say, you take care of me. I take care of you. I think the better way to look at that is I take care of me for you. You take care of you for me. And I realize everybody can just look at their own life and own situation. Just think about a time where somebody probably needed as much, like needed help or needed something from you. And then when it was your turn to, to, to get something done, it wasn't reciprocated the, the same way you felt. And that's just a situation where you can analyze, learn from it, and understand that not everybody is you. I think sometimes people expect a them from other people. 
And that's why people get so disappointed. Expectation leads to disappointment, ladies and gentlemen. The people ain't like you. You're a unique individual. Expectation leads to disappointment. You know, when people go through hard times and they say, I would have never done you like that. Well, yeah, you ain't never. <laughs> It's kind of comical when you look at it. I would have never done you like that. Man, I can't believe you did that to me. That's, that would never cross your mind. That's good. That's good. But expectation leads to disappointment. Unique individuals, start believing that. Start seeing people for who they are. Right? Start seeing people for who they are. When things go wrong, we blame the people. When things go wrong for us, we blame all the outside, the exterior problems. Like, you know, these are internal attribution, external attributions as far as what we contribute to what it is that we do, but it's for you. you you notice that. You notice that. When people go through hard times with people, like, I'll never do that to you. It can't be you do that to me. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's a funny thing. A lot, when you know, whenever you point your fingers at somebody, there's, there's, there's your fingers pointing back at you. Right back at you. Take full accountability, responsibility. The minute you start to live life as it's yours, you create everything that happens in your life and you take full advantage of you. If somebody take advantage of you, do you know what I'll say? It's kind of cruel but you allow them to take advantage of you. Look at it from that perspective, right? Do you know why? It's not so much that, I'm not saying what they did wasn't wrong, but you put yourself in that position. The minute you do that, you start to heal faster. Because else, if you're in that trance, if you're waiting for them to make you heal, they're moving on with their life. They got their own problems. If you're waiting for somebody else to fix your life, hmm. ladies and gentlemen, There's you just enough. put your life on pause. It's never going to get fixed. If that's how you're walking around living life, I'm going to say this, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be much, much more difficult. So don't wait for things to get right with people. You got to get right with yourself and get going. Right? And, and, and life has a funny way of working. Sometimes they're probably doing it deliberately. When they see things working out, that's when they'll probably come back around and apologize. But if people do you, did you wrong, don't wait for them to heal you. Why would they do that? Hmm. Why would they do that? Why would somebody harm you and try to fix you? Even if it wasn't deliberate, they may not, they may not see it. But don't wait for people to heal you if they hurt you, right? Move on. Heal yourself. Be your own doctor. Individualistic mentality. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, this side of the world is the only way you're going to earn You're gonna earn more, move on, be in a better position than you are, right? Some of you have this, some of us, not you, because it happens to me too. I have to deal with it and I still deal with it. Have this thing blaming other people. You got to take full accountability for what happens to you. Live your life like you're the superhero in your movie, right? There's villains. The world is evil. People are out to get you. Don't let them get you. Set healthy boundaries. And, and you know, people need to understand that two wrongs don't make a right. Just yep. because somebody's done you wrong doesn't mean that you purposely or have to feel like you need to get. I feel like sometimes the people take too much pride into, like, getting back at somebody or a situation or somebody who's done wrong to them. And you, like, is like, okay, yeah, you could, I know you're that's it. I say you lose. Somebody put you in a dark place, you're trying to get more darker. Do you know what happens to your mental? Hmm. Somebody, that person probably didn't even do the deliberate, right? Maybe that person was just in a bad place temporarily. So don't hold on to words. Don't hold on to actions people do to you. Put it down in your checkbook. Move on. Take from the day. So and so, right? People be like, people see me associating with people and I, I see people for who they are. Like so and so is this. Yeah, I see them for who they are. Now me allowing them into a certain space for them to take advantage of me, it's my own action. Hmm. Right, so it's not so much I have a fallout. Like if you're a person that you gotta see people who they are. Like if a person likes to steal, don't bring them around your stuff. Like you know what I mean? Like they they come around, they're stealing everything. Yeah, he but he's like he's a thief. Why is he still your friend? I know he's just a thief, so I don't let him around my stuff. Like you know what I mean? So people, that's how I look at life. Right, see people for who they are and deal with them accordingly. 
Stop trying to put them in the box that you want them to be in. Envision how they should be. Let's stop doing that. Especially in relationships, I got to add that too. Let's stop uh, expecting for people to reciprocate things how we want it to be reciprocated. Hmm. All right? Just because you do something, you shouldn't expect somebody else to do it. If you want somebody, you can't... I'm going to say this. You can't train good people. Good people are found. Hmm. Right? People are not dogs. You cannot train them with treats. <laughs> you cannot train them with treats. Something else came to my mind about positive reinforcement. That's how you can get people to do some of the things that you want them to do. But eventually, they'll revert back. But I, I'm going to say that again. Good people are not trained. Good people are found. So if you're having trouble finding something in somebody, maybe you need to find somebody who has that something. Reverse that. Reverse engineer. That's what I got to say about that. Stop trying to find... Uh, Stop trying to find good in people. Find people who are already good. I'll save you a, a whole leap of problems and time. And I love that I saw in the comments over there that, you know, success is the, the, the best revenge. Yeah. You know, and... and Kill and, them with joy and success. They put you in a dark place, let them know. That was just a blimp. That was just a... That they just turn off the light. They didn't pull out the electricity. You just went and turned it on. And you turn on the high beams. They can't stand you. Hmm. You turn on the high beams. They're in their house saying, damn. I thought I was taking this person out. Turn on the high beams. They'll see it. And it's okay to let it fuel your fire. And but they try not it. to see it. But they'll hear it. <laughs> your haters hear it. That's why it's so funny. Social media always shows us that no matter what, if you post a picture or like a video, you'll get more views right away than actual likes. And that's because people are always watching. They may not be liking. They may not be commenting. They may not be, you know, doing the aesthetics that will help. But they're watching. You know, you put something in your story, sometimes you realize, oh my goodness, but you know, it's 11-11, so I wanna get into our affirmation of the day. And um, what we're gonna start doing as well too, I, I talked about a couple of weeks ago is, we're, whenever we put these affirmations up above, then we're gonna break it down like with the video, with a side You wanna say something? No, 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 I just say, I, I let your pupils, I like, I, I like the actions and that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So our affirmation of the day, I put action behind my goals each and every single day. I have a fierce commitment to my goals, which moves me forward. I'll prioritize progress over perfection. I'll take daily action towards my ideal life. So I'll repeat that again. I put action behind my goals each and every single day. I have a fierce commitment to my goals, which moves me forward. I prioritize progress above perfection. I'll take daily action toward my ideal life. You know what I love about that? It says daily action. And then it says, uh, progress over, what? what was the word? Progress over? Perfection. Progress over perfection. 1% a day, you do not have to be perfect. You just have to get going, right? Perfect, perfection doesn't exist. Nothing is perfect. Hmm. Nothing is perfect, right? I don't, you can get all technical, like nothing is perfect. You bring a straight line, you, you can get into it how it's not straight. Nothing is perfect. Stop waiting for the perfect moment. Perfection equals paralysis. I said that before. Perf perfection equals paralysis, right? Progress. Take pride in progress. Each day you're getting better and better. That 1% that we talked about. Each day you're getting better and better. Look at yourself. Look at yourself right now and think about where you were last year. Are you in a better position? Any kind of aspect. And things may not always go well. But you as an individual, I'm not talking about things that are tangible as far as I had a home and I lost it because of COVID, I had a job and I lost it. But you as a person, you learn from it. That's what, because in the end is you, all these things don't matter, ladies and gentlemen. All these things don't matter. All these items, all these things that we value so much doesn't matter. You got a new phone last year, iPhone 12, ladies and gentlemen, 13 is out. Your phone is old. 
Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? In reality of life. You're going to get a 13. Next year, your phone is going to be old. You get a brand new shoes. They came up with a new releases, new fall. It's old. These things don't matter who you are. That doesn't change. Each day, you got to get better and better. The 1%. That's what matters. So that's what I'm saying. Look at your life. Where you were last year. Are you a better person? Right? Spiritually, mentally, physically. Are you better overall? Right? That's what matters. Because these things don't matter. They don't matter. At the end of the day. They'll praise you for this next year. They'll bash you for it. You still using this? Hmm. <laughs> you know? So don't, don't be trapped by these things. Once we understand, um, like, you know, I, we talked about we were at um, Sam's funeral this weekend, and, and the reality of life is no matter what, we're each going to have to go. That's the, that's the, the truth in life. Right? Yeah. And you can't bring these things with you. When, they, when you're in the grave and when, when they're like, you can't bring these things with you. And that's why it's so important in understanding the battle of the mind to become the better version of yourself, to leave things behind that even if you're gone or no longer here, they can be, you know, um, beneficial to your family or to your kids or to your family, whoever that, whoever your why is, whatever your why is for. Who are you as a person when you're gone? I think the average in here, call me from wrong, I think most of I'm gonna, I'm not saying this is for all, you know, the people who are much older would take uh, pride in this, but we say 1985, let's just say we're all born in 1985. For 1,985 years we're in here, a glimpse in our life, 80 or so, 70 years. What's the life, you know, how are we living up to now? I think women live a bit longer than men. Men stop doing dangerous things. Live here for a while. It's already three to one. Stay for a while. But yes, and then also after that 80 years, who knows, another 2,000 years or so, right? Your life is a blimp. 78, thank you. 78. So for 78 years, what? who are you as a person? I, I, I seen something the other day. And he said, there's two people you want to make proud in life. It's not your parents. It's the eight-year-old eight you and the 80-year-old you. Mm. Those are the only two people you want to make proud. right? The eight-year-old do the thing, the dreams that he wanted. Did you live that for him? And then the 80-year-old, the things they always wanted to do, did you also live that for them? Those are the only two people you want to make proud. right? And that's why it's so important um, for gratitude. And to be happy where you are and being just able to be alive and to even become a better version of yourself. Um, I feel like sometimes in life we dwell too much. You talked about it before. We dwell too much about the past and things that have been done to us that we don't understand that. Like, we always talk about we're not a tree. We're not like animals. Like, mm -hmm. as human beings, we're very different and, and unique in a, in a positive, in a good way. Yeah. We have the unique gift of choice. A tree can't do nothing more than be a tree. A tree can't move. If you're a tree stuck in Africa, guess what? That tree's stuck in Africa, right? But as a human being, you could do what it takes to move, get to a different location, get to a different place. You're not happy with Toronto. There's no jobs here. The weather is bad. You can move. It's going to take sacrifice. It's going to take discipline. How bad do you want it, right? If it's about yourself, if it's about you, you're worried about the rental price in uh, Toronto, you can go live somewhere you pay $600 a month. Where? The question is, what are you willing to sacrifice? How bad do you want it? Right? You cannot have it all. Hmm. The world is not yours alone. You cannot have it all. You cannot pay $600 a month and expect $100,000 uh, income. It's not, it's, it's very unlikely, right? Because places that's offering $100,000 salary income, uh, it goes hand in hand. They're economics, ladies and gentlemen. So you cannot have it all. So you got to decide what you want to give up. 
I know what we all want. We want that. We all want homes to be $100,000. We all want to pay about $500,000 a month. And we want to make about $20,000 a month so we can live our best life, travel when we want. Ooh. Pay a price to action. For some people, it can't happen. It's percentages. There's people that are probably making $50,000, $60,000 a month living in Toronto. Don't mind that. $1,800, $2,000 feels like $500. right? And traveling. But... You could ask them what they sacrificed to get that. They probably gave up all their weekends. They're not willing to do that, right? They probably gave up every single weekend they have to get there. And oftentimes, people that do that work in 70, 80 hours a week also gave up their family, gave up their social life. You cannot have it all, right? You want a social life and you want to be, you, uh, you want to be an introvert and extrovert. You hate people, but you want to party. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that one. And there's, there's a reason why there's a low percentage. I know like the 1%, 5%, yep. there's a reason why. And you know, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Everybody would do it. The minute you start to you start to give up on what the crowd is doing, when you start to live your life as a top one percenter, you start to earn like them, you start to live like them, right? And stop begging. Hmm. Hope is begging. Stop begging for things to get well, things to get cheaper. Take it upon yourself. You gotta make a decision. You gotta make a decision. You can live anywhere in the world right now. You gotta decide the lifestyle you wanna live. And what does it take to live that lifestyle? And you know, everybody knows you can't cheat the grind. You can't cheat the grind. And, and, and we can get into the little debate and some people, generational wealth. No, actually, most 80, 80-something percent of millionaires are self-made. It's about, I think it's 88. 12% is generation. And generational wealth, after, after third generation, is all gone. Mm. So it's about the grind. So please, let's, let's, let's stop the finger pointing. Let's... I'm telling you, once you start to live your life and stop hoping and stop begging and live the life like it's you, it's up to you to change it, you free yourself. You free yourself and you know I got to do whatever it takes for, for me to get where it is. I, I'm, um, you know, we talk about motivation and we said uh, financial freedom and things like that. And, and I care deeply about those things because it's, it's the beginning to free yourself, right? Because then you can start working on the other aspects of your life that you want to work on, right? Learn that skills. Right in a time like this, more than ever, it's not even a big deal. Like I'm saying, you could go live somewhere and pay six hundred dollars a month, yeah, because you could work from home on a computer. So it's okay. It's not so much I need to live in the city to have a job. You could go live somewhere else, pay that cheap rent, and have a job online. Create yourself, drop shipping. So much stuff that we could do. In opportunity greater more than ever. We're connecting all over the world with people through the Instagram. We're all. I don't know what WWE stands for on a worldwide something. Web. Web. Yeah, more than ever. Take advantage of that. Stop making excuses. Stop. Trudeau ain't going to fix your problems. The Conservative Party ain't going to fix your problems. Trust me, there's always somebody who could be in a similar situation or a lesser than even you may have more, and they, they, they didn't let that stop them from getting where they need to get to. And, and that's why so we always encourage people to read and learn mm. about others and people in your field because you'll be surprised what certain people have gone through. And, and this doesn't take away from none of you guys' personal problems. I'm not saying we all, remember, unique individuals. Are, at the end of the day, our destination might be different. We're all unique individuals. My struggle may be, compared to some of you guys, may be like, wow, you really went through all of that? Some of you guys may be like, that's it? Like, life is tough. Some people have it tough. Mm. Some people have it tough. Take the good with the bad and take it as try, ladies and gentlemen. Like, you know they, I share some of my story about being arrested, coming from Ghana, wanting to fit in, and parents trying to make it hard to 
make ends meet and there's so many things that's why i got in the field that's why i do what i do try to understand how i can leave this world a better place than i found it but i'm not taking that away from any of you guys right i know your battles are tough right i know your battles are tough but it's really up to you it's really really up to you right and and, and that means saying i'm not saying if you need uh outside support external help you shouldn't go get it if you do need therapy if you do need counseling those are all still you taking the action upon yourself to get where it is that you want to be right i'm not saying fix yourself i'm saying take it upon yourself that you're going to do whatever it is to be able in a position to help yourself so reach out to people right if you need professional help so be it that's what you're paying for like is you taking that step that okay this is what i need to be a better version of myself right so don't 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 get my words confused when i say that Anybody's problem is different. It means much more to everybody. I'm never going to take nothing away from anybody as far as I'm going through this and this happening. But I do know it's really up to you eventually to change that. And also, like, the, the cities and the government are, are doing actually a great job when it comes to, like, programs and, and these facilities and, and, and people who we need, like, when it comes to therapists, they offer free services. You just have to do the research. It could be mm -hmm. Google. You can go to your local recreation center or go to their websites. They have these things, but you got to go, you know, look for it. Like, yeah, so just... much trauma, so much trauma. I think they said the average high school student right now, uh, stress or depression levels of a uh, 1950 uh, psych patient, I'm like, wow. Whatever that is, whatever's causing that, they may not know what's going on, but there's a lot more than ever. Mental health is so important. It's tough. And, and I think me, my personal opinion, and I, may, and I might have my reason to back up, we're doing it to ourselves, Like the good and the bad, hmm. right? Before we have really had to deal with the family, the small community. Now we're letting the world wide web expose. We're dealing with so much thing. This person looks better. It's all lies. It's all lies. Hmm. Packaging, we call it. It's all guys. <laughs> Don't let it defeat you. Like, you know what I mean? So that's that on maintaining healthy boundaries. It's just stay true to ourselves and, and you know, put ourselves first, man. Trust me, you, 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 the reward in the end for putting yourself first is, is better and, and worthwhile. Yeah. Um, so next, what, what another thing, because we talked about this when it comes to the how versus hope, um, and this is why it went hand in hand. What you don't leave behind will eventually get in the way. And, and I, I think it's like, you know, sometimes we, we, certain things that have happened to us, whether it happened yesterday or a year ago or three years ago, we talked about it earlier. Our mind, it's so easy for it to replay and haunt us. Mm -hmm. Is there a reason why? Is it because we haven't gotten over it? We fully haven't accepted that, yo, we've forgiven the person or the situation or what has happened to us. Why is it so easy for it to get caught up in our mind? Programming. We program our mind a certain way. We don't know half the information on this earth. No matter how smart you are, you probably know 1% of what this world information has to offer. Right? Mm. You may be expertise in the field, but you still only know 1% in that field. Things are changing. You didn't study all the history. Right? So we live in this narrow-minded view, and then we like to... And, and, and we do that to feel safe about the world. Right? Our programming is to feel safe about the world. We hate uncertainty. Right, unknown grounds brings scarcity around us. Hmm. Right, so we wanna we wanna continue playing this program in our mind that fits what it is that we want and looking for, so we could feel comfortable. Like I just said, the brain is not on our side. The brain doesn't want to go to unfamiliar grounds. Nobody wants that. You go to a new party, you don't know nobody. You're looking around like, who do I know here? And like you, and then you see somebody you don't like, the smile in your face. That's how the mind is. So of course we're gonna play that program in our mind good or bad mm. right especially if it's bad because it's more negative than good you're always going to hear me say that because that's what we're comfortable with we think this is our life is we're comfortable there although it's hurting us 
You know, you know, you know some of those pain that you have, it bothers you, but you, you play with it because mm-hmm, it feels mm-hmm. good. You get a That's what we're doing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep, it hurts, but it feels good because you, you're immune to that. So, of course, we're going to play this program repeatedly because we're comfortable there. We don't want to step in unfamiliar grounds. It's going to bring a new kind of fear. Known fear is better than unknown fear. I know mm. what I'm going to deal with. So, I think that's why we constantly play this program in our mind of thinking this is how things will always be. And people, you know, we I, I love this quote so much because it's so true. Whenever you look back to your own personal life and everyone can attest to it, it's no risk, no reward. Yep. Think about a time where you took that faith or you took that jump or, you know, you did something without knowing the end results of what it's going to be. And when it turned out positive, whether it's, that's why they always had that quote where it talks about it can happen one year, it can happen two years, 10 years, five years. As long as you keep going, eventually, you know, I, I seen a quote yesterday that talked about even if you take a thousand L's, it really takes one W. Mm-hmm. To change your life around, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So it's just perception, how you look at it. Yep. You know, somebody can just look at it. Why is this happening? Why is this why? But you can also look at it like, what is it teaching me? Mm-hmm. It's, it's your approach to how it is. So turn your frustration into fascination. That's what I call that. When you're when you're frustrated and things are going wrong, it's not so much why is this happening to me, like my brother said, but what is this teaching me? What am I learning from this? Turn your frustration into fascination. You're in a traffic jam. Don't be pissed at the world. First of all, take it upon yourself that you didn't take the initial steps to make sure that you're ahead of traffic because you can actually Google your route or Google map your route before you leave home to actually see the traffic beforehand, hmm. right? That's taking the steps. Take it upon yourself. I said this before. When it's raining, you get rained on. Don't be mad. Be mad at yourself for not looking at the weather channel that you weren't prepared with the umbrella. So same thing, Google Maps, check before. But most importantly, when you're in that traffic, unforeseen traffic, not so much you're mad and this is the end of the world. Frustration into fascination. I wonder what's going on there, Hmm. right? And with that being said, when you get there, don't stop. That's why most traffic is most cases is. It's not so much of something happening. Everybody's just looking. People love to see accidents. Move on. You know what happened. Get past it. <laughs> so funny. As you said that, I'm like, damn. We're so equipped to when we see an accident, how we slow down we slow and down. stop. And-, and when we're in the back, what do we do? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They're eternal bias. We blame other people. Why do you stop them? What do we do? We do the exact same thing. <laughs> Onlookers, looking. See how, we see how humans are so quick to judge. We all done it. Nobody sit there and say they haven't done it. I done it. You done it. Like, why are they over there looking? Can't they just drive? And when you get there and it's your turn, what do you want to do? Same thing. Same thing. Well, so that, that leaves it at that. Um, please, we gotta. I, I love that. Charge it to the game. Keep pressing on. It's the game of life, man. It, it, it's 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 one of those things. Once you and I, you always talk about once you figure out the money aspect because you sometimes you feel like it's not the root, but it's like when your finances or things aren't in order or straight. Like you know, we were talking about the other day where um, you helped me with my my credit, and now like now that I got my credit card, it, I I can't even believe that it's so simple like i was so afraid to do something but now when you're in that moment and you're understanding that like yo you're in a positive aspect of building credit and doing exactly what you got to do then you understand why you need to face your things sooner than later yeah and the reason why i say that i'm not saying money money matters as far as like it matters so you can buy the material things in the world that you want if that's what you want to get into so be it right if it's not costing you anything hey if you could buy five ferraris in one week because you have the income to don't let nobody tell you i think it's a dumb idea if you could do it do it give me one if you're able to buy five for i want one you know what i mean do <laughs> test it drive. You know i just mean? want to test drive let me buy it for a week or so right if like you know i'm not saying but i'm saying if you if you focus on those things because in this world you do need a place to be you do need a place to eat right when you take care of these things, when you take care of your financing, right? Like you start contributing to the other aspect of your life that matters. Maybe things are in a certain way now, so you could 
do more of what it is that you like as far as going to the gym, taking care of yourself to feel better about yourself. It's you versus you. You're the only thing that you got, right? So if that means I do not have to spend all my money at Starbucks, I got to save it so I can get my financing, right? So I don't got to keep going to this bullshit-ass job I don't want to be in. Maybe save and invest and eventually have that freedom. Maybe you do want to go and give out to the world and help people in third world country less fortunate. They're not going to let you on the plane for free because you say you want to help people. Hmm. The That's the truth behind it. They're not going to let you on the plane to go to these countries because you say you want to help people. Right? They're going to say, yeah, that's nice of you, but the plane ticket costs this. Right? We might give you a discount, but you're still going to have to pay. And if you're going to argue with people on why this should be free, there's people making a living. There's things that people don't often think about. People think it's up to other people's responsibility for us to live the life that we want. But they also have responsibility. Everything should be free. Well, everything should be free and should have the minimum. I know we get into the capitalism, socialism talk. It's kind of funny. If everything should be free and then the basic needs of human being, what what makes you think somebody will get up and give you that uh, free service when they could stay home and also get free service? Who's providing the service? Right? So that's why I'm a big believer, a big thumper. I'm not saying the same. Money is the root of all evil. I say lack of money is the root of all evil, right? So some of these things. So take care of your finances, right? Be in a position. And, and this world is, it, it, it sucks, but that's what it is. The rich gets richer, the poor gets poorer. You go to the bank, you have bad credit, the interest rate is much higher on you. You're the person who struggles, who don't have less money. The people with great credit, they're the one getting the car that they want, the car that has no problems, they're getting that. Uh, 0% down with 99% in, uh, zero, less than 1% interest rate. But the people who could barely make ends meet, high APRs, right? And they give you the much older car that's going to give you trouble. Like, these things are there. Like, change it, right? So take care of your credit. Take care of some of these things, these other finances, so you start contributing to other aspects of your life that you want. That's why this this podcast, we speak about getting your mind right, more Monday motivation, but we talk about financing. I'm a big thumper in it because it's much difficult, even as far as even just getting that professional help mentally, like seeing a psychiatrist, counselor, anything. <laughs> They're going to charge. I seen a joke the other day. I was on TikTok and it was talking about in the middle of your session and your therapist realize you're not paying, they start <laughs> pulling out all your problems. Yeah, like, this is why nobody's nice. You, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, some of them are genuinely nice, but that's how this world is. So take care of your finances so you can start contributing to other aspects of your life that it is that you want, right? I'm not saying it's the only thing that matters. I'm not saying go kill yourself and die for it, but you got to decide a lifestyle that you want. You got to realize there's a pay price to action and you can work on yourself to eventually get there, right? So let that marinate. For a while, you know, let that marinate. It's, it's a deep thought, but I'm always gonna be a thumper in uh, financial freedom, and uh, yeah. So check it out. You know, it's, it's the beginning for you to start live the life that it is that you want. We got a couple people coming in before we wrap up. Um, we were talking about how versus hope. Um, so if you're just joining us, shout out to our, our three ladies I see over there. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about how versus hope. We're also talking about maintaining healthy boundaries. What you don't leave behind will get in the way. And the last one is uh, building a routine for routine success. Routine for success. I think we need like 10, 15 minutes. We'll get into that or we can save that for next week because that's deep. I actually wanted to dissect that. But I think we took more than you guys of your time. Uh, building a routine. That's crucial. You need that. You need to have a routine as human beings. I think I'll save that for next week. You need that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into that next week. It's deep. 
it gets deep. I'm going to save that for next week. We took more than half of you guys' your time. Let's go be great this week. Let's go be great. Let's go be great. Understand it's you versus you. Whatever it is that you're going through, it's up to you to change it. You're not a tree, right? You don't like the circumstances that you're in, the circumstances, change it, right? You got to go back here. How? Not hope. Not hoping that things will change. But how are things going to change? Sit down with the right people, right? And I said, maybe f financial is actually the foundation. Speak to people. I want to shout out. I don't know. She was just in here. If you could just give us a thumbs up. Uh, I, I, uh, she's a, uh, she, she, me and her spoke at Tessa's thing. I think she was in the live earlier. I don't want to butcher her name, but she's a, she's a financial advisor. Gives Grace some financial gems. Starts with an E if you're still in your, I'll get it for you guys, but yes, yes, yes. That foundation to just get your mind right, to start focusing on the things that matter. Free yourself, free your mind. There it is. Ebony, got it. There she is. There she is. That just dropped the white hearts. You guys follow her page for the gems, for the financial gems, the foundation, the base. You need it, ladies and gentlemen. You need it. You cannot go wrong, right? It's, it's difficult to work on yourself when you have to go to work. Facts. You're working on somebody else's job, hmm. right? So work on yourself. Your job. Your take care of yourself. All right. So thank you guys for tuning in. We'll save the routine for next week. We appreciate our love and support, like wild. Uh, and also, we, we had some, some new people join, so make sure you, you do click uh, the Instagram button, Motivation Mondays follows. Click the link in our bio. As you guys see, today we did a YouTube test run. So soon we'll be moving everything to the YouTube live as well to the, the other streaming platforms as we get ready, Spotify um, and, and iTunes and all these great things. So make sure you do click that link in the bio. There's a survey. I want to know how did you guys hear about Motivation Mondays? How did you enjoy it? What you're doing with your life? We want to understand and get to know you a little bit better to help us help you guys too. We all eat, need each other. You know yes, what I mean? yes. Shout out my boy Cap. It was your birthday last week. More life, more blessing. Anybody who's having a great birthday. Libra season. Shout out to you guys. Yes, sir. You guys celebrate your birthday before we get into Scorpio season because we know <laughs> Ebon is not going to shut up. It's all right? coming, man. It's here. Peace we know he's love. not going to shut up. Peace and love. We'll see you guys next week. I don't even have room to update. No, I need to know what that is. I just, you see, it's just to focus. So I don't even deserve this.